Blog Talk Radio. You know, church has become so commercial until we have gotten away from its true purpose. It has become such big business until we allow people to operate and function as long as they have something to bring to the table. People are now more concerned about recording and living in life of the rich and famous rather than knowing Jesus. For the true purpose of the church is soul business, not big business. I don't know about you, but I would rather have nothing and no Jesus than to have everything and not know Jesus. You need to confess it today. Good evening. Thank you for tuning in to the Light of Portland broadcast with Pastor Kimberly Black from Greater St. Stephen Missionary Baptist Church in Portland, Oregon. Do you know Jesus? Did you know he could live in your heart if you invite him in? the next song you hear prepare to be blessed of the Lord prepare for a move of Holy Spirit prepare to know Jesus in your heart
I will bless the Lord at all times, and his praise shall continuously be in my mouth. My soul shall make a boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me, and let us exalt his name together. Good evening, my brothers and sisters, and welcome to the Light of Portland. I am your host, Pastor Kimberly Black. As usual, it is an honor and a privilege and a pleasure to be able to worship with you tonight. Thank you for inviting us into your home, into your car, into your cubicle, right there at your bedside, wherever you may be tonight. Thank you for choosing to worship with us where we believe in worshiping, praising, praying, and preaching. Yes, yes, yes. We believe in making sure all those things take place. Amen. We want to greet all of you tonight in the matchless name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. I hope you are keeping cool. I hope you are being hydrated, drinking plenty of water. I hope you are being kind to others. I know I needed to have a pause break and regroup myself, amen, uh, but 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 do what you need to do so that you can continue to be salt and light, amen, because sometimes we just need to slip away and have a little talk with Jesus, amen, he makes everything all right. Uh, tonight, 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 my brothers and sisters, we are in store for a treat. I am so honored, I'm so excited um, when we have special guests with us, and I, I, I don't take it for granted um, when uh, senior pastors come and share the word with us on the broadcast. Um, we don't have many senior pastors. We do have other people that are pastors. But when we have senior pastors, like our guests on tonight, I, I am highly honored. And I sit at my table so that I can be fed, amen. And that's how I sit every week, so that I can be fed, but, but it's just something about when um, the men and women of God who are senior pastors take out time to preach on platforms that were created for people that don't have the opportunity to preach, don't have those platforms on a regular basis. Uh, tonight, we have Bishop Tyrone Washington all the way from uh, Mapleton, Georgia, with uh, the Total Truth Restoration Ministries. Um, he is the senior pastor to our beloved sister and girlfriend, Pastor Pamela Love. I called Pastor and I told her we needed to hear from Bishop, asked if she would mind sharing her night with him tonight. I'm going to ask that she would do our opening prayer after I make these announcements. Uh, we'll have Pastor Love give us our opening prayer. You'll hear a song of preparation to help get our minds right and ready for the word of God. And then we will be ready to move um, into hearing what God has given to the man of God. want to thank God for uh, the Butterfields that make this platform possible. Um, Bishop uh, Stephen and Bishop Ann Butterfield, we're truly grateful to God, to them, for all that they have done, all that they are doing, and the work that God has assigned to their hands. We are praying that much will come forth, amen, as they continue to do the work that God has commissioned and commanded them to do. 
So let me share a few announcements with you, and we're going to let Pastor Laws come and pray, and then we will hear from Bishop Tyrone Washington. Uh, St. Paul Missionary Baptist Church and Thrive presents a free community event. This is their third annual Healthy Living Symposium. It will be on Saturday, August the 12th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. at St. Paul Missionary Baptist Church. St. Paul is located at 8101 North Fisk Avenue, Portland, Oregon. If you go, you will be able to hear health information about mammograms. You'll be able to get your blood pressure checked. They have bike smoothies. If you've never made you a bike smoothie, you need to make sure you go. It is a fun activity, exercise, and the smoothie is pretty good. Um, also, they will be collecting used sharps and needles, old medicine. There will be free haircuts. You can, If you've never been in an ambulance, I'm going for this reason, you can take an ambulance tour. Amen? You can tour an ambulance. There will be fresh produce, backpacks, clothes, shoes, groceries. There will be a DJ, prizes, and much, much more. This event is sponsored by our very own Pastor Craig L. Brown. He will is the senior pastor of St. Paul. They have other guests that will be there with them. And so we want to encourage you to make it out to St. Paul August the 12th from 10 to 2. Then we also want to invite you to Soul to Soul. It's a two-day event. It's sponsored by the, Afri the Coalition of African and African-American Pastors and Bridge Pomojo. This event will take place on Friday and Saturday, April the 25th from 6 to 8 p.m., location to be announced. And then on Saturday, August 26th from 11 to 4, they'll be at Alberta Park. Come and enjoy electrifying performances, live music, African dancing, and drumming, engage in games, explore cultural vendors, booths, and taste some soul food and some African cuisine. There will be health resources there, children activities, and more. And this event is, again, August the 25th and the 26th on the 25th. It's from 6 to 8, the location to be announced. I'll share that with you at a later date. And then on the 26th at 11, from, from 11 to 4, at the Alberta Park, Greater St. Stephen's will be celebrating our 39th church anniversary. Woohoo! Yes, yes, yes. We will be 39 years old, and we will be having a party of a lifetime. We want to invite you to join us on Saturday, August the 19th. Amen. Saturday, August the 19th. We're at 3605 Northeast Mallory, Portland, Oregon. We will be in the yard. We will have music. We'll have games. We'll have books. We'll have backpacks. We'll have um, food. You know we can't have a party without food. We'll have food, music, 
Come in and enjoy yourself. It's my birthday weekend, so you also know that I'm going to lay out some tables. I'm going to play some bid with. I'm going to play some spades, and I'm going to play some dominoes. So if you know how to play, bring your play on to the party. Yes, yes, yes. We're just going to have a hallelujah good time in the Lord. We want to invite all of our family and friends to join us for our 39th church anniversary. August the 19th at the Greater St. Stephen Missionary Baptist Church, 3605 Northeast Mallory. Well, my brothers and sisters, those are our announcements. And if you have announcements that you would like to share and you want the community and you want the Light of Portland family to know about your event, please, ma'am, please, sir, email me at gssmbc yahoo.com that is gssmbc at yahoo.com and i will make the announcement i will make sure that we know about it and we are there to support and there to celebrate and enjoy the festivities with you i now would like to yield this call over to pastor pamela law that she may lead us in prayer. Following the prayer will be a song of preparation. Following that song of preparation, the next voice you will hear will be the voice of our speaker. I want to tell you, we are not at the church. We ain't in no pews. He not in no pulpit. But the chair you sitting in is a pew. And wherever he's sitting or standing, it's a pulpit. And when I was growing up, I always heard the preacher say, if there's praying in the pew, then there's preaching in the pulpit. Amen. I yield this call over to Pastor Pamela Love. Hallelujah. Glory to your name, God. Well, Father, we've come before you tonight, God, with thanksgiving in our hearts. Father, we thank you tonight because you do all things well. God, we glorify you and magnify you, for this is the day that you have made, and we shall rejoice and be glad in it, Father. We shall be thankful unto you and will bless your holy name. God, we are thankful tonight, God, for another opportunity, O oh God. Father, to me amongst like-minded believers, we thank you tonight, God, that we are locked arm in arm in the spirit, God, even as a three-cord, O oh God, we are not easily broken, O oh God. Father, we've come to stand firm with one another. God, we've come to believe for one another. We are thankful for the men and women of God that you have called for such a time as this, God, to share the good news, Father, of your death, burial, resurrection, and your soon return. We are thankful, God, for all of those that have come to join with us, oh God. Father, as we share this good news, God, as we as we share the gospel, we are thankful tonight, God, for the platform, oh God. Father, for the table is spread. God, we thank you, Father, that these your 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 man servant, God, and your your woman servant, oh God, as they continue to go forth and share. God, we are thankful, Father, for all of those that their hearts, God, that are lended towards you. Now, Father, we ask that you would bless God. Bless the needs of the ministry, God. We thank you for direction tonight in the name of Jesus, God. Father, whatever they're standing in need of, Father, we know that you know, oh God, and you have it all in control. God, our vessels are yielded to you tonight.
Father, to use as you see fit, God. Father, we're not running tonight, God. Hallelujah. But we are standing, oh God. Father, our hearts are prostrate before you tonight in the name of Jesus. Father, we ask that you would bless as your manservant, oh God, would break the bread of life, oh God. Father, do, Father, as only you know how, God, that is to show up, oh God, and to show out in this place. Father, we thank you in advance for the souls that are going to be saved. We thank you, Father, for those that will receive deliverance tonight, God. Father, the sick, the shut-in, oh God. Father, the downtrodden, oh God. Father, the hurt, the depressed, oh God. Father, we stand tonight, oh God. Father, lifting them up before you, God, because we know that you're able, oh God. Father, to heal, to set free and deliver. Father, we believe, oh God. Father, that revival has come tonight. So, Father, have your way. Father, we move self out the way, God, and we say move. Oh, God, we want you to move in the house tonight. Father, in the name of Jesus. Father, we bless you, God, as you shake us and you stir us tonight up unto every good word and work, God. Father, have your way tonight and move by your spirit. Father, we love you. Because we adore you, we give you glory, oh God. We give you honor and we give you praise. It is in Jesus' name. And for his sake we say amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah. Glory to you, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 You get the glory, hallelujah, you get the praise, hallelujah, you get the glory, hallelujah, you get the praise, hallelujah, forever you get the glory, hallelujah. Every miracle, every sign. 
Well, pleasant, pleasant, good evening. We just, again, bless the name of the Lord tonight. And, yes, that's a awesome song. Lord, you get the glory. And that's what we come to do. We come to give God the glory. I am, again, honored tonight to be on this Light of Portland broadcast with Blog Talk Radio. We're just so appreciative and so humbled and honored by Pastor Black and the Butterfields and all who make up this Blog Talk Light of Portland broadcast. We're just grateful to God. We're grateful to our very own Pastor Pamela Laws, who has been a part of the Block Talk Light of Portland family for a while. We're always humbled and we're always grateful to God to be able to share the gospel. And we, again, uh, a lot of times don't feel worthy to be able to share the very word of God, but our God, who is worthy to be shared at every moment, at every chance that we can. And so we want to make sure that we do what God has called us to do. And again, I am very humbled and honored to be a part on this Light of, Bro- uh, Light of Portland broadcast tonight. And I hope and pray that tonight that you would receive a word from the Lord that will change your life, that will propel you and put you into a place where you, hallelujah, will see God, you will experience God in such a way that you've never experienced him before. And so, again, we're grateful to God. We're grateful to the Holy Spirit. We're grateful to be able to handle the very word of God, which is something so, so, so precious. And so tonight, hallelujah, without further ado, I want to share tonight with you uh, prepared for service, prepared for service. And we're going to end up into First in the scripture in First Corinthians chapter two, beginning at verse number one, and look at this idea of prepared for service. Many of us, hallelujah, live our lives preparing for other things, but we have come to the place, hallelujah, in our lives where we must realize that some that we've been preparing is only temporary. That some of the things that we have invested into this thing that we call time really carries no weight. And you have to make sure that you are not doing some things, hallelujah, that are just going through the motions. We can't live our lives going through the motions. Time is winding up. Things have changed. I don't know if you are sensitive to the spiritual atmosphere that we're in right now. When we look at the very fact that the devil has tried to beef up his attack against the body of Christ and then against everything that reminds us of God. We as the believers, I'm speaking to believers tonight, and we're going to talk to those unbelievers too, but I want to speak to the believers tonight just as Paul spoke to the believers in this first letter to the church at Corinth. Paul said in 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 18, he says these words, while we do not look at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen, for the things which are seen are temporary, but the things which are not seen are eternal, that there are some things eternally that we must prepare ourselves for, some stuff you've seen and some stuff you have not seen, but I want you to know tonight that there is a preparation process for everyone, for every design that God created. I always say that there was no, there was, uh, there's an intent for every invent that God, every person that God created, God had a purpose for you. He had a destiny for you. And so we must prepare ourselves for the eternal place. We must prepare ourselves for the eternal process that God, hallelujah, wanted us to be in. Well, all I'm saying to you is that you and I spend so much time on other things that realize, hallelujah, that either it's going to leave you 
going to leave it. That car that you spend so much time washing and driving and making sure that you take care of it at every point, either two things going to happen. Either it's going to leave you or you're going to leave it. So you must prepare. The second thing is that friend or that girlfriend or boyfriend that you spend so much time with and God is not in that thing. Either you're going to leave them or they're going to leave you. But how many know that when you grab a hold of God, when you grab a hold of Jesus Christ, when you allow the Holy Spirit to lead and to guide you, hallelujah, when you make up in your mind that come hell or high water, I'm not going to allow nothing to separate me from the love of God. The Bible says even while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Even while we were out there doing our own thing that we thought we were big and bad enough to do, we were acting like our lives were created by Burger King, having it your way, doing some stuff that God had not designed you to do. But when you realize that God was there all the time and you came to yourself like the prodigal son, you must be in a place of preparation, knowing that you must serve the God that we, hallelujah, all know about, all uh, have experienced in this time, that you and I must allow ourselves to get caught up on God and not caught up on the world, because my God made an eternal promise, hallelujah, that he would never leave or forsake us. And I don't know about you, but I'm testifying tonight that even when I didn't know he was there, he was there all the time, Pastor Black. He was he was there when I was dead in my trespasses and in my sins. I didn't know that he was there, but I'm so glad that he didn't allow me to die before I got a chance to experience who he was. And so tonight I want you to continue experiencing God in such a way that guess what? You don't experience nothing else like him. I don't know about you, but I'm so glad that when I came to Jesus, Jesus, just as I was, I found in him a sweet resting place, and now that I can rest in him, I don't have to worry about who's behind me or who on either side of me. I don't have to worry about falling into lack because he said in his word, my God shall supply all my needs according to his riches and glory, but I must stay in a place of preparation, preparing myself to do whatever it is he called me to do. All I'm trying to say to you is that you must prepare for the divine destiny, for this temporary place, hallelujah, is going to be gone because there is an eternal place called heaven. It's a place that has been prepared for prepared people. We must understand that serving the Lord has many and great benefits that God, hallelujah, favor is better than man's favor. God's favor is better than money, hallelujah. God's favor upon your life, hallelujah, will get you into some things and get you into some stuff, will allow you to experience some things that you don't even have to pay for. And I'm here to tell you tonight, if you grab a hold of God and get prepared to serve God in spirit and in truth, that your life is going to change forever. Those of us who have accepted God and who experienced God must continue to stay on the battlefield for the Lord, even our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. At the close of his ministry, when he was preparing to go to the cross, he spoke a word of comfort to his disciples who, hallelujah, understood that there was something changing, that Jesus was getting ready to leave off the same. And Jesus told them, he said, I go to prepare a place for you, that where I am, you will be with me also. And so the question tonight is, are you serving in a way that pleases God? 
Are you serving in a way that when your name is called on the rolls of heaven, that when it's time to depart out of time into eternity, that you like Paul in Second Timothy chapter four verse seven, he says, "I fought a good fight." Or have, are you fought, have you fought a good fight tonight? Have you gave God your all? Have you allowed yourself, even when times got tough, did you still trust in the Lord with all of your heart and leaned not to your own understanding in all your ways? Acknowledge God. Paul said, "I fought a good fight," and I want you to know tonight that. Guess what? Even once you accept Jesus, guess what? It's not going to always be peaches and cream. But do know that he made a promise never to leave you. And Romans 8 and 28 says, and we know that all things work together for the good of them that love the Lord and those that are the call according to his purpose. And even as I prepare to serve and even as Pastor Black and Pastor Laws and the Butterfields and all those who serve the Lord, there are times in our lives where we have to go through. But I'm so glad that there is assurance, there is a blessed assurance because the Bible tells us, hallelujah, these are they that came up through hard trials and tribulations that have had their garments washed in the blood of the Lamb. And I'm so glad today that, guess what, as we prepare down here to prepare others to see Jesus, that God has a prepared place for prepared people. And so tonight, I want you to understand that Paul also finishes out that seventh verse by saying, I have finished my course. Hallelujah, somebody. I have kept the faith that there are times that the enemy try to have your faith wavering, but you can't allow him because guess what? God is still there. Hallelujah. He has given you power to tread upon serpents, power to speak to demons, power to let the devil know that he can't have you, the power to speak to sicknesses. Hallelujah. Power to say yes. Hallelujah. To God and no to the enemy. He has given you power and authority because guess what? The reality is if the devil had his way, you already would have been taken out. But I want to say to you tonight, and I hope that you're encouraged, that whatever you've been through, guess what? Use it as a testimony to let somebody else know that this God is still in the place of preparing you. Hallelujah. That this God is still in a place of making changes, of making wrong right and making good, hallelujah, on his promises and keeping the very promises of God because all the promises the Bible say of God or yes, amen. When you prepare yourself, when you serve God in spirit and in truth, whatever you ask, he says, in my name, I will do it. And so you have to serve God in a way that God is pleased. You can't serve out of your flesh. You can't serve out of your emotions. You can't serve when people try to stab you in the back. You can't try to stab them back. The Bible says do good to them that despitefully use you and say all manner of stuff to you. Now, I know that sounds crazy, hallelujah, when the Bible says when somebody hits you on one cheek, turn the other cheek. But you got to know that you and I, those that have been called by God, those that have accepted the call, hallelujah, he calls us peculiar people, hallelujah. And do know that Jesus, while he was on the scene, he was preparing to bring us back home, preparing us to make sure that we stay on the sure foundation. They did him some stuff that he wasn't, not, hallelujah, even worthy to be done to him because he did no wrong, hallelujah. And guess what? If they did it to our Savior, they're going to do it to you. So you count it all joy when you fall into many diverse temptations, knowing that God is only working out some patience in you. Don't you get upset. Don't you lose heart. Don't you faint tonight. Because guess what? 
now. Even when the devil looks like he's winning, I want you to know tonight that guess what? We have the end of the story. We have the end of the story knowing that we're victorious in whatever we go to do. Now, Paul writes, hallelujah, as we go to 1 Corinthians chapter 2, Paul wrote to this Corinthian letter to correct what he saw as erroneous views, hallelujah, in the church at Corinth. Several sources in Paul, Paul informed Paul of conflict. He told him about, hallelujah, so many things that were going on inside of the church, so many things that were happening that were not of God. And how many know that any time you take your eyes off of God, you're going to fall into the world? Any time, just like Peter, who stepped out of the boat, any time he took his eyes off God after God allowed him to walk on water, when he began to take his eyes off God, he began to sink. And my brothers and sisters, tonight I want you, especially in the season that we're in, hallelujah, that you and I must keep our eyes on God. I don't care what the world has set in place. I don't care if AI shows up, if HI shows up, if ABC shows up, CBC, whoever shows up, you just stay with G-O-D, and you're going to be all right. Allow yourself tonight not to get caught up in the deception. The spirit of deception right now is running rapid in the world. He's a deceiver, and he's the father of lies. I want you to know tonight if Walmart, hallelujah, have nothing on the shelves, I want you to know tonight if your bank account, hallelujah, with reasons or whatever bank you bank with loses all the money, guess what? Nothing is going on in heaven that God can't provide for. Well, what do you mean, Bishop? I mean that if he provided water from a rock, for the children of Israel. He's the same God yesterday, today, and forever. If he provided manna from heaven, guess what? He'll provide you something to eat that will grow up in your in your own yard. Just know that when you serve God in spirit and in truth, when you serve God out of a pure heart, that God will supply your every need according to your riches and glory. Again, this church at Corinth, hallelujah, people were, hallelujah, Looking at themselves as as they were more than others, they didn't allow themselves to see that they were all on the same level of playing field. We can't get caught up looking down at somebody else when, guess what, we all on the same team. We all running in the same direction. Your process may not be my process, but don't look down on me, hallelujah, because I'm still your brother. I'm still your sister. There may be times I may lose a little heart, but the Bible says when you find your brother and your sister in a Fault you who are spiritual, pray and strengthen them, not talk about them, hallelujah, because guess what, we're all on our way to heaven, and guess what, if we can't get it right down here, we sure ain't going to get it right up there, and so tonight, these same churches, hallelujah, this same church at Corinth was dealing with some of that stuff, they were also suing one another in public courts, they were dealing with some sexual uh, misbehavior, Paul wrote, to demand a higher ethical and moral standard, which was to allow the light and light of God to show and to shine brighter for others to see their way to Christ. He wanted them to understand that we can't serve two masters. Either you're going to hate the one or love the other or love the other and hate the one. You can't serve God in mammon. Mammon represents the world. You can allow yourself to get caught up especially in the time that we're in right now. 
They're trying to take God out of everything and trying to make the world and the world systems and, and all of the things, hallelujah, technology to remove God out of it. But they don't realize the same God, hallelujah, who created the man that created the technology, he's still the same God. Glory to God. They're still trying to figure this body out. They will never be able to figure out the mandate of what God designed us in the body. But we got to realize that we must serve God in spirit and in truth. Now, chapter 2, verse 1 says, And I, brethren, when I came to you, I came not with excellency of speech or of wisdom, declaring unto you the testimony of God. For I determined not to know anything among you save Jesus Christ, and him crucified. Paul starts out in the first two verses in this second chapter of 1 Corinthians that guess what he's saying? Guess what? I didn't come to you presenting myself as if I had it all together or I knew everything or I can cross every T or dot every I, but I came to you just to share Jesus. You ought to tell somebody, all I want to do is share Jesus. Don't get mad at me when it looks like I'm working hard, when, when it looks like, hallelujah, all I want to do is do the right thing. Don't get up with me, Paul, and say, all I want to do is share Jesus. Verse 3 says, and, and I was with you in weakness and in fear and in much trembling, and my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the spirit and of power. Paul said, guess what? I didn't come to you to show you that I have a PhD. I didn't come to you to show you that I know a few Bible verses that I can preach a little bit. I can pray a little bit. I didn't come to you, hallelujah, showing you, hallelujah, what I can do. I came to you demonstrating the very power of God. And my brothers and sisters, tonight, I want you to know that if you demonstrate, hallelujah, the power of God in the life that you live, then somebody else is going to see God, and they're going to come running, saying, what must I do to be saved? Who is this man? Who is this woman who told me all about myself? What that is is an open door for you to share this Jesus that Paul is talking about. Paul said, I demonstrated in the Spirit of God. Paul gives his testimony of how he was before he met God and when God had to have an experience with him on the Damascus Road. Now, verse 5 of chapter 2 of 1 Corinthians says this, that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. You can't get caught up on what folks say. Because guess what? They'll say one thing right now, and guess what? They don't even have to wait till tomorrow. Some of them, some of them are changed the same day. That's why you got to stick with God. Again, the Bible says he's the same God yesterday, today, and forever. And so if he said it then, he'll say the same thing right now. If he saved you then, he can save you right now. If he delivered you then, he can deliver you right now. But it's your job and my job to live a life that pleases God. You can't live a life that pleases man. You can't live a life that pleases your husband and pleases your children. You better make sure that you do what Matthew 6 and 33 says. It says, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and everything will be added unto you. God will leave no lack in your life. Verse 5 says that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Verse 6 says, but how be it we speak wisdom among them that are perfect, <laughs> yet not the wisdom of this world, nor the prince of this world that come to nothing. Paul is saying, guess what? I don't have to talk to them who think they got it all together. I don't have to talk to them who think because they matriculated to certain degrees and got to a place in 
they lied, that they don't live across the tracks anymore. You can't tell them nothing. I want you to know humility is the way the Bible says, he who humbles himself under the mighty hand of God shall be exalted in due season. God knows when to raise you up. Hallelujah. God knows how to give you what you need. God knows just when you're ready to receive bountiful blessings. Hallelujah. He's a mighty good father. You're not going to give your children that is not mature enough to handle some things. Guess what? If he's our heavenly father and you see him as a father, he's not going to release some stuff until you've been prepared. You ought to say to yourself and prophesy to yourself tonight, Lord, prepare me to be a sanctuary. Allow yourself to be a place, a dwelling place for God. Now, verse number seven says, but we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. See, God gives you some stuff to say that other folk ain't going to understand. Hallelujah. He goes on to say, we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. Even the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the world unto our glory. And so God already had this thing set up that if you come to him, hallelujah, even though Adam messed up in the beginning, you and I must know God has an unending wisdom. He has an unending authority. He has an all-knowing all spirit. He's an all-knowing spirit that he knew man would mess up. And so in place, he already had Jesus on the scene. The Bible says that his own right arm brought him back to himself. Well, what do you mean, Bishop? I mean that because we were made in the image and likeness of God, and you and I was a part of God, because guess what? In the beginning, he didn't have to ask where Adam was. He knew where Adam was because Adam was on one accord. Adam was serving God in purity. But when he messed up, it brought a disconnect. Hallelujah. And so when his own right arm brought him back to himself, in other words, he took a piece of himself to bring him back to himself. You ought to thank the Lord right there. You ought to say hallelujah right there. You ought to let the Lord know that you appreciate him. Even hallelujah, the times we didn't know he was there. Even the times, hallelujah, when you didn't understand that he loved you in spite of you and I. Now, verse number eight says, what none of the princes of this world knew. In other words, when you try to tell somebody who thinks they got it all together about God, they're going to look at you like, what are you telling me about God for? I got this and I got that. I'm sitting here and I'm sitting there. Don't you get caught up on that. Don't you catch your pearls before swine. The Bible says when you've done what the Lord has told you to do, and I'm just paraphrasing, and they don't receive you, you dust your feet and you keep it moving because now the blood is and on your hand. You did what God told you to do. You served like God told you to serve. It's up to them to receive what thus saith the Lord. Keep on serving. Keep on preaching because guess what? Well, one won't hear you. They got two or three ready waiting on to hear a word from the Lord. Verse 8 says, which none of the princes of this world knew. For had they known it, they would not have crucified our Lord of glory. Verse 9 says, but as it is written, eyes have not seen, nor ears heard, neither have it entered into the hearts of men the things which God has prepared for them that love him. Hallelujah. I'm so glad that even while I'm working, he's still preparing. Even when I wasn't working, he was still preparing. This is why right now I tried to give him 110% because I knew how far he had to go down and get this kid. I knew how far he had to get me back in right standing in right alignment. I knew what he did with the thoughts that I used to have, with the ways I used to act and treat people. But I'm so glad that now, because I came to Jesus, just 
not heard, neither have it entered into the hearts of men the things, and that's with an S, God has prepared for them that love him. Verse 10 says, but God has revealed it unto us by his spirit, for the spirit searches all things, yea, the deep things of God. And I don't know about you, but Pastor Black and Pastor Laws and Butterfields and all those that are out there on the blog talk light of Portland, I want you to know that, guess what? I've had a foretaste of God. I've had a foretaste of God stepping in and doing something supernatural. And so every time God have an experience like David had an experience with the lion and the bear, so when he got before Goliath, guess what? He had the nerve to say, who is this uncircumcised Philistine that tries to defy the armies of God because David had an experience with fighting a lion and a bear. And tonight, I know many of us have had some experiences with God that helped you to know, guess what? God did it. You ought to, you ought to say tonight, God did it. Prophesy to your family. God already did it, even if you don't see it, because faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. So you ought to testify by faith that God already did it. And so verse 10 says, but God has revealed them unto us by his spirit, for the spirit searches all things, yea, the deep things of God. For what man knoweth the things of man, save the spirit of man, what is in him? Even so the things of God knoweth no, knoweth no man, but the spirit itself of God. Now verse 12 says, now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us by God. Guess what? God don't hold nothing back. Hallelujah. When you serve in spirit and in truth, when you allow yourself to give God 100%, when you yield your vessel unto God, when you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service, he can trust you with seeing what he wants to give you. Come on, somebody. He can trust you with what he wants to bless you with. He knows that if he bless you abundantly, you're not going to let that become your God. He's still going to keep his rightful place. We heard it, hallelujah, about some uh, a man called Job, hallelujah, who even though he went through so much, the Bible said he didn't charge God foolishly, hallelujah, but he fell down and he worshiped God, even all of the things that he lost. The Bible calls him a, a man who was perfect and upright and eschewed evil, hallelujah. But guess what? All the people, even though you, hallelujah, have accepted God, you still may have something to go through. But God going to show you all the blessings that he has given you. Now, verse 13 says, which things are also we speak, not in the words which man's wisdom teaches, but what the Holy Ghost teaches, comparing spiritual things with spiritual things. See, you can't allow the things of the world, hallelujah, to connect you to God. Because guess what? God ain't with that. Guess what? Even though we're in the world, we're not of the world. You can't allow the things of your flesh to thank you that you're going to get in contact with God. Many of us are worshiping God with our flesh. We want to have shows. We want to worship God how we think we should worship him. When there is a standard, there is a way to get to God. When we look at the tabernacle, there was a way to get into the holies of holies. You just couldn't go no any kind of way. You just couldn't go on your own accord. There was some washing and some cleaning you had to do. In the outer court, in the holy place, there was some preparation that you had to do before you can get into the presence of God. But in this season, we think because we got grace and mercy, we can just have a license to do what we want. But I stopped by on my way to heaven today. 
tell you tonight, tighten up your ship, hallelujah. Tighten up your bootstrap, tighten up your belt. Don't serve God loosely. Serve him in such a way that guess what? God gets the glory. Serve him in such a way that you are peculiar. Serve him in such a way that people know that there's something different about you. When you walk in the place, the whole atmosphere should change. When you walk on the job, everybody ought to know that's a Christian right there. When you are serving out in the marketplace, everybody ought to see the light coming from you because you have accepted Jesus. Do know that God, hallelujah, will allow you to allow your light to shine. Now, verse 14, as we get ready to close, says, But the natural man receiveth not the things of God, again, of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him. Neither can they know them because they are spiritually discerned. Again, when you try to give somebody something spiritual and they look at you strange and look at you cockeyed, again, you have to keep praying. You got to make sure that you're giving when and what thus saith the Lord. Because some folks ain't in that place of receiving just yet. Not saying that, hallelujah, that they're not in that place of receiving, that you stop doing it. But what I am saying, you just make sure that you're in the right place. That when you do share, like Jesus, everybody who he shared with, they may not have been in the place to receive it, but when he finished with them. Come on, somebody. When Jesus finished talking to them, they would say things, come see a man, hallelujah. Who is this man, hallelujah. You got to know that you are in him and he is in you. And when you share, somebody ought to change. Somebody ought to say, guess what? I've got to change this thing. i got to turn this thing around. Our last couple of verses says, again, but he that is spiritual judges all of no man, hallelujah. But you judge. And now I want to stop right here for a second because some folks in the body of Christ tell you, stop judging me. Now, understand this. If I'm giving you the word of God, I'm not judging you. Glory to God. I'm only telling you what thus saith the Lord. Some folks get it twisted. They say you're judging me. I'm not judging you. I'm just giving you what thus saith the Lord. If you feel like you're judging it, uh uh-oh, there may be something going on. But I stopped by to tell you what thus saith the Lord. I'm not saying I'm any better. I'm not saying I haven't done nothing wrong. But it's my responsibility to do Matthew 28. He told us to go ye therefore into all the world and to teach them whatever I taught you. And, lo, I'm with you always. So don't you get caught up when folks say, stop judging me. If you're giving them the word, you're not judging. You're just giving them the word. Allow the spirit to work on them. Don't you get caught up, hallelujah, not sharing because they say you're judging. And don't you get caught up on allowing the devil to cause the spirit of condemnation to come upon you because you shared something. And then that rascal try to bring up your old life because you got to tell him that ain't me no more. That ain't who I, who I am no more. I am a blood-bought, Holy Ghost-filled child of God. I have been bought with a price, and now all I'm doing is glorifying God in my body, and I'm not going to let you or no demon in hell stop me from doing what thus saith the Lord. And our last and final verse as we close says, For who hath known the mind of the Lord, that he may instruct him, but we have the mind of Christ. And so tonight, my brothers and sisters, As we get ready to close out, I want you to know that you must prepare in a way that you serve God again in spirit and in truth. Don't you let nobody change the mandate that's on your life. Don't you let nobody try to bring up your old life on you because, again, that ain't you no more. You do what thus saith the Lord. 
And I want you to know tonight that guess what? God is well able to prove himself. God is well able to change the heart of a man. But your job and my job is to serve the Lord. Be servants of the most high God. He's not going to say, well done, thou good and faithful, faithful bishop, minister. He's going to say, thou good and well, well, thou good and well done, thou faithful servant. Hallelujah. And so tonight, I pray that something I said to you tonight that brought you to a place of making an examination of yourself, if you haven't been serving God fully, if you haven't been in that place where you know without a shadow of a doubt that you're giving God 100%, because, again, the songwriters say 99 and a half just won't do. Make sure that you serve God in such a way that when you finish, like Paul, I fought a good fight. I ran my race. I finished my course and I, I kept the faith. Make sure that you give all to God, all right? And so tonight, I hope tonight that, again, if something got said to you and you want to know this God, make sure that you find it out. And you know what? I'm so glad tonight that God don't make it complicated to come to him. You don't have to get yourself together. I hear so many people say, I got to get myself together. I got to do this. I got to do that before I come to God. Guess what? Nope, don't do that. Make sure you come to him just because guess what? If you could do it, you've already did it. He said if you confess with your mouth, believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, you can be saved. So my brother, my sister, if you aren't saved tonight, it's just that easy. And then you find your place that you can learn about this God and draw nigh unto him. And I promise you, he will draw nigh unto you. Again, tonight, believers, be blessed, be encouraged in this season. This is a mighty good time to share the gospel, a mighty good time to share. I say that the doors is open, wide open. So many people are crying out, looking for some rest and some peace. Please share Jesus. Again, Pastor Black, thank you. I appreciate you and the Block Talk family. Pastor Laws, I appreciate you. The Butterfields, we appreciate you allowing this platform to be so, and we just bless God for it. I turn it back over to you. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I don't know about you tonight, saints, but I truly have been blessed. I have been blessed by the word of God on tonight. We thank you, Bishop, for that word. Thank you for sharing from your heart tonight. Uh, tonight, saints of God, I heard Bishop say, don't serve God loosely. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Time is winding out. This time is not as long as it has been, and it's not as short as it's going to get. And we need to be the change that people see every day. Thank you so much, Bishop Washington, for that word on tonight. Thank you, Pastor Pamela Laws, for taking us to the throne of grace. Thank you, Blog Talk family, for calling in and worshiping with us on tonight. I hope and pray that something has been said to encourage you, something has been help you with your walk with the Lord and to intensify your love relationship with him. Until next Sunday, my brother and my sister, may the Lord watch between me and thee while we are absent one from another. And know this, I love you and there's nothing you can do about it. Be blessed, my brother. Be blessed, my sister.